Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or are dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we are your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we are stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Hey, and I'm Daryl W. Hindman, broker owner of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Uh, welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors. We appreciate you being here. We got the whole dream team here, and we'd like to introduce everybody. Yeah. Hi, folks. I'm Cody Lucas with the Outdoor Vigilantes Hunting Television Show, and I'm excited and, and to be part of this team, and, and I can't wait to bring you guys a ton of outdoor content. Hey, besides that, you're an old rabbit hunter. <laughs> I am indeed. My beagles are, are yelling now. They're ready to go. <laughs> I <time>. bet they <laughs> are. <laughs> I'm Frank Cox from Smoker Builder Manufacturing, and I am super excited to be here. You know, Bill and I go way back, and uh, it's, it's great to be with this group of guys because I think we're going to really, really bring some value as far as the outdoor lifestyle and what you can achieve. Absolutely. And welcome to all you guys. This is our first episode of the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast. And I know, hey, I look around the table here and I see about 200 years of outdoor experience, man. <laughs> He's aging us now. Easy. And, and Bill's, Bill's hey. 105 of that. So <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's the plus. <laughs> hey, but we hope that you're on the same plane with us because our motto is it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And all of us realize that everything we do in the outdoors for his recreation is connected to the land in one way or another. Well, this segment every Monday, we're going to call it Welcome to our campfire and today is just going to be an introduction of the people involved in the podcast and some other exciting things is going on but i hate to call him the boss because it swells his head <laughs> <laughs> daryl heinman he's uh, the broker owner of living the dream outdoors and uh, the, and that's properties and i have to tell you if, if you're in the market for a piece of property this is a place to go if you're an outdoorsman or just like to get out and walk around in open spaces this guy can put you in in, in business. But Daryl, uh, give us kind of a, a brief rundown of why uh, you want to do a podcast for you living the you dream. Know, for, for us, it's the dream and the lifestyle that we sell. And there's a lot of people that are into that. And there's some that are wanting to get into that. And with what's going on in the world right now with social distancing and things like that, there's never been a better time to buy that property out in the middle of nowhere at whatever part of the Midwest you decide to do that, or the country for that matter. You know, it's just the lifestyle I've always grew up with. I think that all you guys have here sitting at the table, and it's one of uh, quality. It all starts with the land, the good stewardship of the land, and you take it from there. You teach your kids how to live that lifestyle, and uh, then you got something. So uh, for me, it's just uh, taking what I've learned from my parents, uh, my whole career, and then bringing it back to the the public and showing them how to live that lifestyle. Well, I got to tell you, of course, I'm my oldest one of the crew. I get a lot of ribbing about that, but I'm probably also the wisest one. You know? that's, I grew, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I think that's right, Bill. Yeah. Hey, I uh, I grew up closer to the land than uh, any of you, I think. I always said the old farmhouse I was born in, Mississippi County, Missouri. It was just a cypress board house and had some of that old square brick looking siding over it you know and i could look through the cracks and see pigs under the floor you know <laughs> oh, it yeah. snowed on my bed more than once and but i know all of you guys 
have some good stories to tell us as well. And Cody Lucas comes from – are you part of Phelps County or are you so far south that they, I, I, they don't I am, include believe you? it or not. I'm, yeah, I'm on barely. the end of Phelps County. <laughs> yeah. Right on the end of it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. but grew up on a farm, correct? Absolutely. That's all I know is farming. I grew up uh, – my family raised cattle and horses and, and uh, corn and hay. They, they made sure and raised the feed, you know, of course, the hay for our own cattle because my, my grandfather raised, I want to say, well over close to 200 head of cattle. And we had 22 brood mares we ran, and, and it was an actual working operation. And uh, he raised the hay for his own, and then he raised corn and sold it. And I spent many a, a day not understanding that it was – free labor but riding in the corn wagon behind a tractor i thought was fun with a little military scoop shovel raking the corn back on the trailer so it wouldn't just pile up in the front when when my paul was uh, picking the right. corn exactly. it would all pile up in the front and so instead of him having to stop and readjust he'd throw his five-year-old grandson back there with a shovel and i'd shovel it and keep it even so we could fill it up and i thought that was fun riding in the corn wagon you see him laughing yeah while he's oh, talking yeah. about this oh, you yeah. know he He's my hero because I grew up in the rich dirt of the Mississippi Delta picking cotton. Yeah. Oh, I didn't boy. laugh very much. No. You know? and that was pretty hard, gruesome work, but I used to always tell my dad, as soon as I get out of high school, I'm heading to the hills because all those farmers up there do is sit on the front porch and watch the cows get fat. That was what, what Cody was describing. And you were picking cotton down there. I was That's picking the cotton. Yeah. yeah. I started working in the fields when I was six years old, and I've never gotten over it. But you know what's funny, Bob? I was talking to Frank last night. Actually, we all have roots back to southeast yeah, Missouri. My family's from Advance there. Yeah. Yeah. You're down in Mississippi County. He's and yeah. his Cox, that's my mother's maiden name. And yeah. Wow. Are you guys related? We think we, we, we might, might be cousins. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. This is dangerous. Well, Frank, <laughs> Frank Cox, Missouri. I, I don't know if he's raised on a farm or not, but he definitely knows dirt because every time I see him, he's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's working hard, brother. <laughs> and, and, and he can, and he cooks really, really well. He smells like smoke. He smells like smoke all the time. I'm yes. figuring out how to guess applewood, yeah. cherrywood. Yeah. I'm I'm figuring all that out when you I'm can around. Smell Frank. It I can now. smell yeah. it. I got hey, a nose for it. Hey, we're learning some new outdoor <laughs> skills from Frank Cox. I, I tell you what, he's just marvelous when it comes to cooking and smoking. He's taught me a few things, and I'm a slow learner, you know. I, I'm an old timer, and you kind of get in a rut, you know. But <laughs> hey, if, if I want something new, I just walk in his shop, and boy, the aromas just attack your. Well, it's either going to smell like propane because we just cut a tank open, or it's going to smell like, <laughs> or it's going to smell like food. You know, maybe a mixture there. Uh, well, I'm going to call one of your workers in there before I come in, and I prefer food, you know, propane any day. Pe people walk in there, and they think there's a gas leak. I mean, no lie. Oh, and we've had would. people leave, you know. <laughs> it's going to blow. It's going to blow. Yeah. yeah. But I, I tell you what, you see already that uh, all of us here have strong roots to the outdoors. And, folks, we're wanting to give you the full circle of the outdoor experience. And all of us, I think, are probably landowners, you know. And I've just got uh, 10 acres way out in the hills of the Ozarks. I've been there for over 40 years, and I've had some great outdoor adventures right there on that few acres. Because not a lot of people around me hunt, you know, and it's pretty sweet. I put up a few food plots, and hey, Cody says, if you plant it, they'll come. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> and I've... I've Hey, me and my family have, uh, gosh, we've killed deer and turkey and rabbits and squirrels and ducks on the little pond. Hey, and I trained my dog there as well. One of the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about dogs and taking care of them. But 
that little piece of property has just meant so much to me. But then I look at Daryl Hyman sitting across the table from me here this morning, and he just makes me slobber every week with these wow. grand <laughs> properties that he posts. You know, we just saw a couple thousand acres sell on the Merrimack, and all us outdoorsmen were so envious. You know, I, I don't know why one of you four guys didn't come up with money to buy that piece of property. But <laughs> yeah. hey, there's yeah. gonna be more coming up, right? Oh, yeah. oh, we get we got all kinds of great properties. But you know, for us, it doesn't matter if it's a quarter acre on the river or 2,000 acres. I mean, you know, we, we sell it all and it's really more about the lifestyle. Like when I first came here to Crawford County as a teenager, my uncle got me started on a piece of ground that was 33 acres. You know, now I have several hundred more acres than that, but you know, we all got to start at some point. So the first thing you is to start with a dream. Yeah. Start with that dream, jump into it, whatever you can get into and then, you know, work it from there. And like the big piece you were talking about selling, you know, that wasn't that gentleman's first property. So I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he probably started out with 10 acres as well. But, uh, well, I got to tell you, Bill, when we started this, um, my wife told me that I'm limited daily on how many videos I can see on, on Daryl's website because I look on there and every day something new pops up and I run in there and I said, we got to figure out something. We got a mortgage this farm to buy that farm because I've got to have that farm. And she's like, cool your jets, babe. And I'm like, uh, cool your jets. This, this is awesome. This is awesome. And then I'll run in there 10 minutes later. They just posted another one. Jeff Browning's got one just right down yeah. in Texas oh, County down yeah. the road and just, just back and forth. And, and it's just, if you get a chance to look at their website, you're going to be amazed. You know, it's just, Larry makes us look real good at livingthedreamland.com, but I, it is kind of funny because I do the same thing. You know, I always tell my wife, well, I don't need any more ground. I'm not buying any more ground unless it touches me. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> oh, Daryl, I'd be in trouble. Everything I look on your website touches me. Too. I just don't. <laughs> me too, but I had a realtor tell me one time, never get emotionally attached to a piece of property that maybe you're wanting to turn and sell later. That's bad advice, I, I think. thought so, too. <laughs> yeah. I just got that few acres, and boy, I'm terribly emotionally attached to that piece of property. Got so many memories there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's one of our goals at Living the Dream Outdoor. Uh, we're hoping to help you connect with the land if you're not already connected, you know, yeah. and, and Frank Cox. He's a big proponent of, you know, uh, maybe anti-public ground. Not totally, because we've all hunted on it. We've oh, all yeah. been out there with the crowds. But what oh, a sure. be beautiful transition. Yeah, Maybe you learn to hunt and fish and hike there. But, boy, keep that dream in the back of your mind. Someday, somehow, some way, maybe your rich uncle will pass away. But we all... I've got a dream, I think, of owning a piece of property. That's kind of the American way, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm all for the public lands. And, you know, sometimes we, we have quite a few that adjoin, like the Mark Twain National Forest. Absolutely. What a, what a great deal. You buy, Sweet. you know, 50, 60 mm -hmm. acres, and you're surrounded by millions of acres. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a good thing. You get the right spot. You got not too many people hiking all the way back in the middle of nowhere. So mm -hmm. there's some great opportunities out oh, there. Oh, there absolutely are. And, of course, we're sitting here. We're talking primarily about the Ozarks, but north, south, east, and west. Daryl, just give give us a quick uh, rundown on some of the types of properties that you've sold. Oh yeah, for around sure. the Ozarks. Yeah, I mean, just in the not just in the Ozarks, but anywhere in Missouri, from agricultural land, ranch lands, um, you know, timberlands, um, you know, Kentucky on, um, you know, Lake Barkley in the Lake Region there, um, even in Arkansas, uh, down around all the Lake Regions there in the White River. So uh, that you know, that's kind of our specialty. It fits our niche. Now, of course, I, I, I'm very partial to the Ozarks because that's where I choose to live and where I wanted to be uh, for several reasons, because it's a year round type property situation. You can smallmouth bass fish, you can trout fish, you can float, Absolutely. you can hunt deer, you can hunt turkey and you can do that in a lot of other areas. But for me though, those clear flowing Ozark streams were, were oh, what sold me down. Mm, in this that's area. what brought me to uh, 
come here and live and stay a first after the military in college, landed at Merrimack Spring Park, one of the four trout parks in the state of Missouri. I was there as superintendent. And Darrell, I had opportunities to go other places like the Northwest, Alaska, and everything. But what it really came down to, and I visited those places. You ever been to Alaska in the wintertime? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> it's cold. But when it all came down, I evaluated everything. Uh, you know, and I've been an outdoor communicator for over 50 years, and that includes writing and a whole bunch of tasks. But I'm thinking, where can I go and be able to do something outdoors every month of the year? Yeah, that's right. Here. Best spot yeah. I found right here in the Missouri and the Arkansas yep. Ozarks, man. There's no always something to do. Well, I've got to, well, we just got a minute or so here left in the podcast, and there's so many things we like to talk about. And you know what? This is just the first one. I, yep. I hope to last for a thousand of them, Frank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but real quick, like, I want to go around the table and I want to know what your all's favorite outdoor activity is. You know, I, I, some of you are experts in some things, some of you, I, just cook, but <laughs> yeah. now, what's your favorite outdoor well, activity? For me, it's spring turkey season. I mean, it's got to be one oh. of my absolute favorite things to do in the world. And, and as you know, Bill, uh, from the, the radio show stuff we did, I went out this spring. I did it for two years in a row and finally got one with my 410 uh, Encore pistol, which was Incredible awesome. feat. Yeah. Incredible. So, Fantastic. you know, to me, it's not about shooting a bunch of turkeys anymore. It's more about being in the zone and and doing that to me it's kind of a lot like elk hunting but um you know in a much different way and i just love turkey hunting so spring turkey for me is is the cat's meow when it comes to me i, I like it all so it's hard for me to say what my favorite is you know in the springtime it's turkey in the fall sure. in, in the fall i love chasing them white-tailed deer and trying to outsmart those rascals but what i like about i'd almost have to say spring turkey as well because i can get out and i can react with the animal and i can call them in and they come in and there's nothing better than sitting there with a cameraman filming a big gobbler coming in the sunlight hitting him first thing in the morning in beautiful colors and he comes in in full strut yeah. and sees my quarter strut jake decoy your quarter and he strut. loses his mind and he jumps on it and destroys it right there in front of me and uh my buddy always says does that make your heart beat fast oh i'm telling you and my buddy always says cody gives him his last little little chant of uh of his final words before he, he gave him his demise because i always like to make him gobble one last time right before, <laughs> right before we smoke him so i tell the guys if i'm not the one behind the trigger i tell them wait till i make him gobble so i'll make him gobble and we smoke him and then it's on you then smoke him and then frank smokes him. oh but but, but buddy, let me tell you, when Frank's done with it, double smoke. If you put double it on, smoking. hey, don't never let a piece of it fly up on your head when you're eating it, because your tongue will beat your brains out trying to get to it. That's how good it is, boys. That right there is how good it that is. is I truth. believe that. How about you, Frank Cock? What's your well, favorite so, outdoor? I bet uh, it's outdoor cooking. Well, I, I could say that, you know, but I, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, I like spring turkey is is always been near and dear to me you know uh you know rabbit hunting I, i've oh, had yeah. my fair share of dogs um and uh you know just waterfowl hunting but i think if i had to just stop and choose one i still got my goose calls in the truck you know wow, that's that's, that's awesome. with me everywhere i go so awesome. you know hunting some migrators is just the thing oh, it's about time to do i that. mean you remember back in the day oh, i remember the days with geese, white, man. White wild geese, man out there chasing you know, white geese <laughs> I, I think that it sounds to me like kind of a common denominator is is any animals that that react back through a call or yep. whatever or working the dogs because for me it was all that whole interaction from the dogs to the absolutely the animals to the calls mm -hmm. and uh, to me that's my favorite you know which uh, you guys i tell you what my, 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 turkey hunting absolutely i've killed 101 of those rascals but turkey hunting in the yucatan for those oscillated turkeys and 
they got such a weird call they can't even duplicate it. They do use electronic calls, but we don't do that. We kind of whistle. Can you key, can you key. emulate it right no, now? No, I cannot. <laughs> hey, let's sound, try, Bill. Sound Come like on. a frog choking. There's nothing even close to it. No, nobody can do it. But the sweet thing I like about it down there when when I do whistle to one of those turkeys and they don't gobble down there, they sing, man. Just a beautiful song. But they always say. Hola, Senor Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks, thanks for joining this first Living the Dream Outdoors podcast. And remember, please, don't ever give up on your outdoor dream. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on the Living the Dream Outdoor podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Messenger, Instagram, Spotify, TikTok, and Stitcher.